time parameters. Nine minutes. Hello and welcome to the DS9 Minute, the green shirt minicast where we discuss an episode of Deep Space Nine in less time than it takes to figure out the burst mode function of Cardassian security cameras. I am Cameron Harrison, and like me, also thinking DS9 would be another fun space show that wouldn't make us think of the Holocaust, Rob Campbell. (laughs) Oh boy, the Holocaust. (laughs) And with us already traumatized by surviving the emotional hellhole to come, Miss Bobby Blue. (laughs) Still distracted by the Holocaust joke. <laughs> and John T. Bolds. You think you can hurt us by not listening to Green Shirt? It's too late, <laughs> listener. You've already stopped. You can't stop the episode now. The listen already counts. Our podcast is like the Holocaust of podcasts. <laughs> oh, boy. Clip it. Get it clean. <laughs> this week, we watch Duet. Producer John T. Bolds, let's sing. Here we go. Wow, a ship wants to dock at DS9 and nobody has a problem with it docking. That's kind of rare for this season. (laughs) That's actually true. Uh, Once again, not the episode I was expecting based on the title. Are we sure that Paramount Plus didn't just mix up the titles for this and the Forsaken? Ooh. Hmm. I'm just gonna make an aesthetic judgment. I fucking hate the Cardassian Bridge. It's so fucking ugly. That's it. That's all I got for the first one. (laughs) Uh, it opens with some unusual work banter between Kira and Dax, which I liked. They, mm-hmm. they said, if you pay attention, there was, uh, we never cared what we did as long as it annoyed the grownups. And then she goes into like work talk and then Dax says, power balance levels are really normal. I was a champion window breaker and goes like, <laughs> yeah. it's just these little like personal details interspersed with their like work banter, well, which I, I found interesting. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked it. It was, yeah, they do a good it job of it. Yeah. If you have not watched Duet, please do not read the description on Paramount Plus because it gives away the whole episode. Oh, oh it's I a didn't fa- even it's it's a real spoilery dis- description. I don't read the descriptions partly because of that. Yeah, uh, it's interesting how it seemed they planted the seeds for this episode in the last episode with Kira and Cisco's relationship concerning the Bajoran War animosity. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I thought that was good. What does Cisco mean when he says, "By all means, Major, take as much time as you want"? Is that like? An hour? Is it one to two days? Like, is it like bereavement leave plus personal days? Like, what does he mean? Like, how much time can she really take off? Mm-hmm. Uh, we've already addressed this, but number two for me is, who boy, going to be hard to riff funny things about an episode about horrific prison rape camps. But if anyone can do it, I think it's us. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Just in case anyone forgot, the Cardassians are bad and the Bajorans don't like the Cardassians. Um, this episode wasn't really clear on that. <laughs> Well, uh, this episode was just really, really good, guys, and I was really engrossed, and I didn't take a lot of notes, so my next few notes are just going to be nicknames I came up with for Maritza. Let's start with Hannah Gold Lecter. Mm. <laughs> nice. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, that's fucking great. Just one? That's all you got? <laughs> oh, I get the, the, I've got to stretch yeah. out my nine yeah. notes. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, Drunk Tank Guy. It's been a great first season, but... Have they like they use a drunk tank guy to like allude to all the political work behind the scenes with Cardassia? Like they, maybe like they could have hinted at that in the net last like ten episodes with the Federation and Bajor. Like really, drunk tank guy. Yeah. <laughs> on that on that note, I have a little bit of a roller coaster of a note. I wrote, I hope Drunk Tank Dan becomes a series regular and always yelling at Odo about the conditions of his cell. Edit. Oops, wait, never mind. <laughs> because at the end I go I went back after the end to write because he murdered somebody. Oh, so, yeah, oh gotcha, he's not gotcha, gonna be gotcha. a series regular. He can't. He's <laughs> he has murdered somebody. Yep. Well, he might be in that cell for the rest of the series. Oh, there <laughs> yeah, you go. All right. That'd be funny. 
Uh, so why is the disease called Kalanora and not like Galatep fever or something? It's basically yeah. like Cardassian Legionnaire's disease. It's like we are terrible at na- naming diseases. And uh, yeah, I, I was curious where Kalanora came from. Yeah. Use some alliteration, too. I mean, come on. Yeah. All right. Next name. Uh, because of his penchant for characters pretending to be someone they're not, uh, Martyr Scorsese. Nice. Yeah. Martyr Scorsese. <laughs> Okay, I'm confused. Kara can't be objective, but if she asks Cisco as a friend, which asks him to forego his objectivity, he says, swell. So is that like a double, double negative? Is like two <laughs> subjective subjectives equals objectivity? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Yamak Sas, call back. This is Yamak's reference number two for those of you paying attention at home. Yamak Sas, number two. Wait, so Cardassians actually teach filing classes? We humans do it much better. We hire somebody 30 years ago and base the entire company off their insane filing system they made up <laughs> while they were drunk. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> I just have to take your word for it. Goal Pacino. Oh. Yeah. I like the cams just like dropping like boom, boom. Okay. Um, John, that's called the IBM. <laughs> He's the IBM during World War II. <laughs> Pretty much. And you yeah. know, like yeah. IBM, what did they have to do? They only coded their property, their debts, and a sweet data package. I mean, like, you have no responsibility <laughs> at all. Fuck the yeah. file. I mean, the file keepers are like, they're not, they're only getting like manila folder, like paper cuts, right? Like, they have real no responsibility. I suspect I'll be stealing this joke from Cameron, but maybe not. Uh, I'll say this. Uh, Maritza pulls a great performance pretending to be such a despicable character. You might say he took a great dar heel turn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good. good nope. one. All right. That's very good. Um, does the Kira and Dax conversation about the morality of what she's doing, does that pass the Bechdel test? Because they are talking about a guy, but it's also like a pretty good conversation about like choosing the morality of how far you pursue somebody. Uh, so yeah, I was like, does this pass the test or not? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I say yeah. As a white cis male, I say yes. <laughs> if not, their work banter did. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, well, Kira is no Black Widow, but uh, Maritza may be a low-key Loki. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, I kind of liked when they zoomed in on the photo and did like a kind of 3D yeah. turn. That was like uh-huh. pre-Matrix Matrix by like a decade and <laughs> I mean, I'd never seen it like that in Star Trek. It was kind of yeah. cool. I was yeah. like, wait, wait, how did you get around? The- oh, you're just. You- Some AI assisted bullshit probably there. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quark asking if the sad sack survivors of Galatep would like to gamble. <laughs> it was a comedy highlight in this series, serious episode. I enjoyed that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so much so that it seems like they do it again soon. Um, <laughs> I will say Harris Eulen might be like in my top three all time Trek one episode guest stars like mm. he brings i mean you know i'll i'll, I'll say even a two-parter like david warner is obviously pretty far up there too mm-hmm. but harris Eulin, he brings it in this and if yeah. if if you don't recognize him and you don't want to look at imdb he's the judge who gets all pissed off at the beginning of ghostbusters 2 i believe mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uh yeah. yeah like you you've seen him everywhere and so and much more man he brings the heat in this he's great yeah, he's in a lot yeah yeah um, this one's not good, but I just, I needed one more note. So, uh, is he Nazi? <laughs> is he, is he Nazi? 
Um, That's the best reaction I could. Cam with the three second contributions in this episode. Um, (laughs) Why are all of Cork's famous alcohol drinks just blue Kool Aid? (laughs) (laughs) Because everyone on DS9 is like me and just wants to drink blue Kool Aid all the time. Uh, This is one of two things that I didn't quite understand in an otherwise perfect episode. Um, sounds like Darheel's, the real Darheel's funeral was well documented. So this ruse, it, it wouldn't have lasted mm. more than 30 seconds. This ruse, I, I don't understand. He had yeah, everything I else agree. so lined up. He played three dimensional chess so, so well, except for this really obvious oversight. Well, I like that. He got face surgery when all he had to do was change the caption on one photo. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, Rob, I mean, ultimately he did get what he was hoping for. It may not have been in quite the form it may not have been like I'm, I think he was aiming for like a cathartic release of emotion for Bajor with a big public trial and stuff like that. But it's like, well, no, he like obviously he wasn't wrong about the response that he would receive with this ruse. He did but know there couldn't be a trial because they already knew this guy was dead. There would never be a trial. Yeah, yeah. They already it was well documented that this guy was dead. Yeah, they wouldn't have had it. He's not. They would have. Oh, I bet they would. I bet people on Bajor would have still done it anyway. Well, to uh, uh, reiterate what Rob said, I love that Quark had one scene in this episode, and in it, he made a pretty good Holocaust survivor adjacent joke. Yeah. Good job, Quark. Yeah. So the gallows are still an appropriate punishment in the future. Uh, that's interesting. <laughs> okay. Uh, the other weird thing was, so he was teaching college courses for the last five years with a new Hitler face. <laughs> he had Hitler face put yeah, on, and yeah. then he so was teaching classes. Uh, yeah. I don't quite understand how that works. <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, I will say... If you just look at like a word cloud for this episode, you would think filing system is the most important <laughs> thing in this episode. Uh, yeah, I try to make a clerk's try not to suck 37 dicks joke, but it couldn't come up with that. Instead, I have, uh, this was an extremely good episode. Only ding might be that the final scene was a little melodramatic, maybe yeah. a little too. Forget it, Kira. It's Bajora Town. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Contract Kalinora, Galatet Mining Camp, Patrick Syndrome. He's a war criminal. Oh, nice. And Wormhole Close. Close. You want to get your last one in, Rob? Oh, just that I like Gold Ducat. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad when he showed yeah. up. No, yeah, it was yeah. good to see yeah. him again. He's always fun to see. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Good episode. <laughs> it's yeah. another good episode. <laughs> yeah. Solid. Maybe uh, bringing the, the heat. Best one D- so far. Yeah. S nine. Yeah. I'm gonna save all that talk for the next one, but uh, yeah. All right. Very much so. All right. Speaking of uh, next week. And very much the next week, because Green Shirt's on a hiatus, until we catch up with DS9, we will be watching In the Hands of the Prophets, Ooh. and then on to the next season. Yeah, it's not a pervy episode. It's uh, mm. spiritual. 